Welcome to the On The Air podcast, a companion to On The Air magazine, a new bi-monthly magazine from ARRL for beginner to intermediate ham radio licensees. I'm Becky Schoenfeld, W1BXY, the editor of On The Air. Every month, the On The Air podcast extends material found in On The Air magazine to help you learn about the many things the ham radio service and hobby has to offer. The On The Air podcast is sponsored by ICOM for the love of ham radio. Welcome to the September 2020 episode. This month we'll focus on the September-October article, Tuning a Single Sideband Signal, and we'll give you some real-world examples of what tuning sounds like, as well as what you might hear when you use the various interference-reducing tools described in the article. Let's get started. Learning to tune properly is, like so many things in ham radio operating, an exercise in being a good listener. When you're tuning around on a high-frequency amateur radio band, turn the VFO, otherwise known as the tuning knob, slowly rather than whizzing through the frequencies. You don't want to miss anything. As you come upon a signal, the voices will sound distorted. If your radio is set for upper sideband and you're below the signal you want at a lower frequency than that signal, the voice will sound quacky or squawky like this. If your radio is set for upper sideband and you're above the signal you want at a higher frequency than that signal, the voice will sound low and muddy like this. These behaviors will be reversed if you have your radio set for lower sideband. As you come upon a signal, slow down and fine tune until the voice sounds intelligible. Sometimes it's helpful to tune slightly past the signal and then back to it to see if you've really zeroed in on it. That's all there is to it. Today's HF radios include tools to help you dig signals out of the noise. We're going to focus on four of them. RF gain, IF width, IF shift, and the notch filter. RF gain lowers the overall sensitivity of your receiver. That means that it will reduce any interference you're hearing, but it will also reduce the signal you're trying to hear. So what good is adjusting the RF gain if it's going to reduce the signal you want? Well, if that signal is even slightly above the noise, it will be easier to copy because lowering the receiver's sensitivity will increase the signal-to-noise ratio. So the signal, even though it's reduced, gets boosted above the interference. Use the RF gain control when there's a lot of noise and static on the band. The correct way to use this technique is to lower the RF gain and increase the AF gain, otherwise known as the volume, until you can comfortably hear the desired station. Here's an example using a CW signal, because the differences will be easier for you to hear than if we were listening to a single sideband signal. 
Notice how this signal becomes easier to hear when the RF gain is suddenly reduced. Let's say now you can copy the signal you want, but there seems to be someone close to your frequency and their signal can be heard within your passband, which is the range or window of frequencies you're receiving. Listen to this signal and notice that you can hear two separate CW transmissions at the same time. By using the IF width, or simply width, control, you may be able to tighten your passband so the unwanted signal is not passed. Notice how we start with two CW signals again, but as the passband suddenly becomes narrower using the IF width control, you'll hear only one. Depending on your radio, the width control may be adjustable or fixed, offering only wide or narrow options. Some transceivers offer high-pass and low-pass filters, which allow you more control over which signals get filtered, but the net result is the same, a narrower passband. After adjusting the width of the passband, you can use the IF shift control to move the window slightly up or down from center, effectively removing all or part of a nearby signal that is off to one side of your desired operating frequency. In the next example, we have a CW signal with noisy interference nearby. Listen to how much clearer the signal becomes as we use the IF shift to move the noise out of the passband. If all these adjustments have helped, but there's still a little bit of the unwanted signal creeping into your receiver, a notch filter may help. It allows all signals through except for a narrow part of the band. If you looked at it on an oscilloscope, that narrow excluded part would look like a notch in the passband. Activate the notch filter, then adjust the position of the notch with the notch filter control. The notch filter can be very effective, particularly when trying to remove interfering tones. Listen to this steady tone. And now, hear what happens to it when we apply a notch filter. How do you like that? It's gone. Try these basics the next time you're tuning around on single sideband. Please read your radio's user manual to become familiar with all of your radio's features. With a little practice, you'll be able to quickly identify the interference and know exactly which tool will reduce or eliminate it. Here's a little something extra. In the article, Tuning a Single Sideband Signal, we mentioned a trick that radio wave propagation sometimes plays on us. Sometimes we're able to hear one side of a contact that's in progress, but not the other. In this example, you can hear the net control station, but not the other stations he's talking to. Uh, her 
one-sided conversations don't mean anything's wrong with our station or our ears. Sometimes it's just because of where and how the radio waves are traveling at that time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, which took a deeper dive into material from the September-October 2020 issue of On the Air magazine. We'll be back in October with a look at more from that issue. In the meantime... Feel free to send comments about On the Air to ota at arrl.org, read our blog at arrl.org slash ota hyphen blog, or learn more about ARRL membership at arrl.org. Until next time, I'm Becky Schoenfeld, W1BXY, 73.